Hi everyone, I'm Tara Mont, and you're listening to the Trust and Thrive with Tara Mont podcast. I created this podcast along with my blog and brand to hopefully inspire others to live their most authentic life. I truly believe that we all have the power to live a life we love, and to do so, it's so important to be in tune with ourselves and be open to growing and evolving. I believe that once we can trust ourselves and our vision, that's when we can thrive. So with this podcast, I plan to discuss all things to do with self-reflection, personal growth, mindsets, and self-belief, all aspects that affect us in our everyday life. If you feel connected to my message and want to listen more often, I will be sharing one podcast a week, so make sure to subscribe and stay tuned. So I've been trying to record this episode for quite a while today, and there's so much construction happening outside. So regardless of the noise, which I hope is very, very subtle, if anything, that you enjoy this episode. So today I wanted to talk about the idea of living with regrets, specifically living without regrets. So I recently lost my grandma this past July, and that really especially opened my eyes to my life because I don't know if you've ever heard that someone else's death brings you closer to yours. And not in a really dark way, but almost in an enlightening way. You think about where you are in your life and what kind of life you want to live. So honestly, the most depressing thing to me is seeing people live with regrets, like really, really intense regrets. And I know that has to do with mindset too, because some people regret things that could easily be a lesson and they just dwell on it and they don't move forward. But overall, my biggest fear is being in my deathbed and having regrets. Regretting that I didn't take action, that I didn't do this, that I didn't say I love you enough, that I didn't start my business, that I didn't do this and that. Knowing that I never did something I wanted to do. I see a lot of older people who have regretted parts of their lives and that's so hard to see because you realize that you can't turn back time. At the same time, I think everything is a learning experience and some people don't see it that way. So Today, I kind of just wanted to discuss why I believe in living without regrets and why I plan to live without regrets. And of course, everyone says, we have regrets. There are things we shouldn't have done. Yes, there are things I can say I wish I didn't do or I should have done, but I learn from everything. That's life. I don't dwell on the fact that I did this and I shouldn't have or I didn't do this because now I know. Now I know to take action the next time. And I realize that I am who I am because of every experience. So I don't personally see them as regrets, but I see them as learning experiences. And I know some people may not agree and that's totally okay. This is just me sharing how I feel about my life and how I feel about living without regrets. And that doesn't mean I think everything I've done is perfect or that every choice in my life is what I've wanted it to be. In no way do I mean that. I just see every situation as its own And I think, what did I learn? And I also realize that everyone makes mistakes. You could be the smartest person in the room and you will make a mistake. But don't spend the rest of your life thinking, what if I did this or what if I did that? And regretting what you did. Because we live and we learn. It's important to focus on living for the now. We can't be stuck on the past and hate ourselves for a mistake we made. And regretting things we've done for so long that we can't even move forward anymore. Money, for example, materialistic items, those come and go. But time is so precious, the most precious. The more you waste time being mad at yourself and dragging on your regrets, 
the less time you'll have to live for the now. And then you'll eventually regret that you were dwelling and not living in the now. So I was doing some research on this topic because I was just really interested in the psychology behind regrets and why so many people have them. So I read this study from Psychology Today that claimed that regret is way more common in young people in the U.S. compared to, say, a collectivist culture. So collectivist culture would be a culture in which the emphasis is on the group goals and the group's needs and desires as opposed to the goals of the individual. So in many collectivist cultures, there is arranged marriage. You would think in a culture maybe where there is arranged marriage that people would have these regrets of being with these people. In the research, it claims that most of these people realize that it wasn't their choice. For arranged marriage, that wasn't their choice. So maybe they don't all live their lives with regrets because they realize it wasn't their choice. So they didn't have the option to mess up, if that makes sense. But when you have the opportunity to choose for yourself and you maybe choose wrong or you just choose someone who you feel isn't right for you, then it's very common that you'll have more regrets because 20 years down the road when you've known that that person wasn't right for you, you may think, I should not have chosen that person. I was able to choose who I wanted to be with. Whether that's relationships, whether that's career-wise, we have so much more freedom in that sense. If you think about it, how lucky are we to have the opportunity to be confused, to have regrets, because that means we choose for ourselves. We choose what career path we want. We choose who we want to be with. And obviously not every single person in the U.S. There are specific situations, but overall we have the power to choose. We have that freedom. And I find that so interesting because the research says that these collectivist cultures experience less regret than, say, younger people in the U.S. who have the opportunity to choose for themselves. Because those cultures realize that they can't blame themselves for the negative outcome because they did not choose it. They did not choose the person they married. They did not choose the career path they wanted. So whatever happens, it wasn't even their choice. It's just a culture you become used to or a lifestyle you become used to. And this is very vague, but there are cultures like this where you don't really have a choice. And I am so lucky and privileged to be in the U.S. and to have a family that supports me and lets me choose my career path, my partner, lets me make my own decisions. I'm not stuck to a person I don't want to be with or a career path I don't want or just a lifestyle that I don't want. So that's something to reflect on because I feel like a lot of us complain about just struggling and we're confused and we don't know what we want to do and life is hard. And yes, it is, but think of how lucky you are. Just the fact that you're listening to this podcast means you have a lot more in this world than most people that you are way more privileged than most people in this world. You have a phone, you have a laptop, you're listening to this. But overall, when we complain about being confused and lost and having regrets and being torn and not knowing what to do, that's beautiful because that means we have the power to choose for ourselves. That means that we made decisions maybe we didn't like and we will learn from them, but we made that decision. We had the power to do so. We are in control of our lives and when we remember that, we can thrive. Do you always want to live with regret and waste time dwelling? Or learn from your mistakes and take action to improve your current situation? And that's another thing. If you have that freedom, yet you're living for someone else and making decisions for someone else, then that's on you. 
Of course, that's really hard if your parents want you to follow the specific career path, but you don't want that. And they say they'll disown you or they won't want you in their lives if you don't follow that career path. That is extremely difficult. I truly can't imagine that scenario because I am blessed to have parents that let me follow my passion and what I want to do. You still have that choice to make for yourself. And I think you have to remember in that kind of situation, if you do follow what someone else wants for you, you will resent them for the rest of your life. Maybe short term, you will make them happy. At the end of the day, that is so detrimental to your relationship. If your parents want you to become a doctor, but your dream is to be on Broadway and you don't pursue that, and you just do what they want you to do because you want their approval, then you will resent them at the end of the day. Like I said, you don't want to be in your deathbed and be of old age and think, I lived my life for someone else. I never pursued my dreams. I never even tried. I don't know what could have been. So on my Insta story, I actually posted a poll and I asked, do you mostly regret things you did or you didn't do? And 73% of people said they regret things that they didn't do. My demographic too is a lot more people my age and some older, some younger, but I noticed too because I specifically went through the names to kind of get an idea. So there are some younger people who answered did, think they regret things that they did do, but most of the people that were my age or a lot older, the people that were especially a lot older than me, answered they regret the things that they didn't do. So they've kind of lived a longer life already and they made it clear that they regretted things that they didn't do. And that was so interesting because I was thinking of the book, which I haven't read, but I really want to now. And I've heard so much about it. The Top 5 Regrets of Dying by Bronnie Ware, who was an Australian nurse. And so she pretty much just asked a lot of her patients what their regrets were. And I want to share the top 10. So number one, I wish I lived for myself more. My biggest fear is dying knowing that I lived someone else's dream and that I didn't pursue mine. I lived for someone else. And thankfully, I feel in tune with myself where I know I hopefully won't ever let that happen. But there are so many people that live their lives for others, even if no one's forcing them to pursue this career path or to be with this person or to do this and that. They may live their lives trying to gain approval or to live for others. They're never internally happy because they just want this car to show the world that they're successful or they want this career to let people know they have it figured out. And they may be so unhappy and they may just keep living to impress people, living to feel validated by others. I hope you reflect and think about, is this your dream? Because that's a huge regret. So many people live their lives for others and they don't even realize it. Anything that I've done that I felt bad about usually had to do with not being true to myself, making a decision for someone else. Number two, I wish I didn't work so hard. Of course, it's good to work. I think this has to do with the idea of working for money and working for power and a position as opposed to focusing on the connections you've made. Because at the end of the day, human connection is everything. We all want to feel loved. We all want to feel a part of something. Even if we work so hard in a career, it's to feel good about ourselves and to feel a part of something, to feel important in society. So I truly believe that the root of everything is human connection and wanting to be loved. We all want to be loved. Even people who tremendously hurt others, maybe they weren't loved growing up and it's never right, but that's just showing that 
everyone wants to be loved. So remember to focus on the human connection in your life. Number three, I wish I didn't hold back my feelings. Number four, I wish I stayed in touch. Number five, I wish I was happier. That one kills me. I wish I was happier. Ugh. Number six, I wish I cared less of what others think. That relates to number one, doesn't it? I wish I lived for myself more. I wish I cared less of what others think. When you care so much about what others think, you become their prisoner and you stop living for yourself. You're no longer free. Number seven, I wish I didn't worry so much. Number eight, I wish I took better care of myself. Number nine, I wish I didn't take life for granted. Number ten, I wish I lived in the now. This is so heavy to read. I don't know if it's just me reading these out loud, but knowing that these people were on their deathbed and these were their regrets is truly devastating and almost beautiful because other people can read that and hopefully learn from that. So a lot of these regrets have to do with things they didn't do. And so this relates to my poll because 73% of people said they mostly regret things they didn't do. At the end of the day, it's the idea that we regret things we didn't do more because we don't know the outcome of that. We don't know what could have happened. We know that from things we did do, we can learn from it and move forward. It's an actual thing that happened. But for things we didn't do, we may always wonder, what would have happened? What would my life have been if I did do this? And I think at the end of the day, it's so important to be self-aware. If you get in tune with yourself and what you want, yes, you may regret a decision you make and you learn from it. But if you're so in tune with yourself, I don't think you will live for other people. When you know you made a decision that wasn't true to who you are, wasn't true to yourself, then of course you're going to regret it. You have to listen to yourself. You're not selfish for making decisions that you believe are right. And like I always say, of course, reflect. Don't be a jerk and just make horrible decisions and hurt people in your life. If you're marrying someone to please your family or you're following a career path to gain approval from others, then you really have a lot of reflecting to do. Everything in my life that may seem like a regret now, I just see as a learning experience. I see it as I would not be the person I am today without that. So for example, the college I went to was not my first choice at all. I had other options I wanted to go to and they didn't end up working out, whether that was financially or I just decided not to go. And so at first I was upset Yeah, I could regret that I didn't go to this school. I don't because at the end of the day, I made the best out of my situation. And if I didn't go to the university I went to, I would not have met some of the most incredible people in my life. I would not have experienced some of my best memories. I would not be the person I am today. I would not have met my boyfriend. He didn't go to the school, but every little thing adds up without those experiences. If I wasn't in that area, if I hadn't experienced it, I wouldn't have been the person I am today. And instead of thinking, maybe I would have had a way better life if I went here. If I went to this school, maybe I would have had a way better life. I don't live like that because what is that going to do? That's going to stress you out. That can cause people to be depressed because they're just living in the past and you can't change it. Of course, if you think about something you can't change and you think of an outcome that you'll never know, then you'll be unhappy and you'll always wonder and you'll always be sad and you'll never be living in the now, which was number 10. I wish I lived in the now. 
So I choose to look at my life for what it is. I don't put rose-colored glasses on, but I also don't complain about everything. So I could have just wasted my whole college experience regretting my choice, but I didn't. I made the best of my situation, and it was amazing. I honestly am so happy with how it turned out. I truly believe that we make the best of every situation. And I took control of my life, and I could not imagine my life without the friends I met, without the experiences I had. Because even in the hardest times, there is always a light. Don't just watch life happen from the sidelines. Participate. Always keep moving forward. And we all need to get clear on what we want because if we're not in tune with ourselves, of course we may make decisions we regret because we don't know what we want. And I'm working on this as well because I realize happiness is not a goal I can reach. It's a state of mind. It's a state that we must always live in. It's not a destination, it's the journey that I'm working towards. It's the journey that I love. The mistakes, the ups and downs. So instead of living my life with regrets and being afraid, I'd rather go for it and fail and realize that that's part of life and grow from that. Yes, take responsibility for your life. But don't be upset at yourself for making mistakes. Everyone does. The most successful people in the world have made mistakes to get to where they are. And I love this quote that says, the people with the most regrets in life are those that are afraid to fail. And that's so true because those are the people that sit on the sidelines and maybe never live their lives because they're scared. And that's my biggest fear. I don't want to be on my deathbed and think I was too afraid, too afraid to try, too afraid to live, too afraid to love, too afraid to do anything. Because very rarely do people regret taking risks. How often do you hear people say, I wish I didn't take that risk, or I wish I didn't love as hard. So yes, accept what is, but reframe the situation. Reframe it to be something you can learn from, not a regret that you will forever have and you will forever be upset at yourself for. And if it's something you feel so strongly about, then that's good. That's showing that you've learned from it, but don't let it hold you back. But for myself, at least, I've decided that I don't want to live with regrets. Yes, I have short-term regrets, but I won't live with them. I learn from them. I have these regrets. I turn them into learning experiences, and then I move forward. I'm not sitting here regretting what I did five years ago, ten years ago, last year. Yeah, maybe I would have done things differently, but now I know better. Now I'm where I am because of those moments. So I read something recently that I thought was really interesting. I did not come up with this, but I would really like to share it with you. So it's the idea of the ought self versus the ideal self. So the ought self, as in O-U-G-H-T, self, which is what we think our life is supposed to be, who we think we're supposed to be. So say that's choose a specific major and then get this nine to five, get married and have kids, what we think our life is supposed to be. So then there's the ideal self, which is the imagined self for ourselves that we would like. It almost seems unobtainable to most of us. So a study published found that 72% of people experience regrets pertaining to their ideal self. So these regrets would sound like, I wish I had started that creative project. I wish I had started a blog. I wish I had released my music. I wish I was more creative. As opposed to ought self regrets, which would maybe be like, I wish I asked for a raise. I wish I made more money. So 76% named an ideal self regret their biggest regret. Because at the end of the day, we are more likely to fix our ought self regrets. 
If it has to do with a job or something that seems more obtainable to us, then we think we can fix it. Yeah, I can go fix that. I can go ask for a raise. Because our ideal self-regrets seem less obtainable sometimes. Maybe some people see them as unrealistic. Oh, I'll never start that business. Oh, I'm not going to release my music. I'm just going to stick to what I know, what I believe I should be. And I was reading a lot of regrets recently because I was curious as to what maybe say a hundred-year-old regrets or someone in their deathbed, what they regret. Two of them haunted me the most. One said, I regret being too scared to risk failing at something I loved, so I succeeded at something I had no passion for. That just breaks my heart thinking that this person never tried. They never pursued their passion. They were too scared of failure, of judgment, whatever it was that they didn't even try. Another one was, I regret being too afraid to live. Being too afraid to live. Could you imagine being a hundred years old and thinking, I was too afraid to live. I didn't live to my fullest potential. I didn't live the way I would have wanted to. I was alive, but I didn't live. So right now, think about it. You have the power to decide whether you live with regrets or not. If you are like me, you will have short-term regrets that turn into your learning experiences and you will keep moving forward. You will step back once in a while, and then you will continue to move forward. How do you want to live your life? Do you want to live a life where you're constantly regretting and dwelling on things you should have done or you shouldn't have done? Or do you want to get so in tune with yourself that you know that whatever decision you made, even if it was wrong for you at the time, at least you realize that you were being true to yourself then. You made that decision. Even if you think it was a wrong decision, at least you learned from it. At least you were in tune with yourself. That's so important to be true to yourself. How are you going to make use of those regrets? How are you going to turn those regrets into learning experiences? Because as long as I am in tune with myself and I listen to myself, my short-term regrets will only lead to me growing into a better me. So thank you all so much for listening. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, you can at tara.mont. That's T-A-R-A dot M-O-N-T. And if you don't follow the Trust and Thrive Instagram, you can follow it for updates and everything to do with this specific podcast. So that's at Trust and Thrive. And all the info will be in the description of this episode to make it easier for you, as well as my website, which is tara-mont.com, T-A-R-A-M-O-N-T.com. If you'd like to leave a review on iTunes, that would mean so much. It really would mean so much because I am always learning and always growing. And even if you would just like to give me feedback, I really appreciate that. And you know where you can reach me. So I hope you all have an amazing week, whether that's taking finals or working hard or just getting ready for the holidays. I hope this episode could somehow help you reflect and I will catch up with you all next Thrive Thursday.